<laughs> I am the conductor. All aboard. Unfortunately for you, this is the end of the line. No! You are powerless before the might of the dog's overload G system. What, huh? What, dude? Never mind. You won't be leaving here alive. Mm, I see. Inside of a train is a conductor, and inside of many dogs is a tapeworm. Since both creatures have at least one thing inside of them, it appears that this is a hybrid of those two things. Now I can see why the dog train decided to eat us instead of fighting us on the outside. Kind of like how we saw a hybrid of the dog and the skunk earlier. Remember that from like an hour ago? I wonder what it all means. <laughs> Boy, howdy, this is all beyond me. He takes a big old slurp of his milkshake, but when he opens his mouth, there isn't anything in there. Huh? What happened to my milkshake? I see you've discovered my ravenous subterfuge style. The tapeworm opens his little tapeworm mouth, and you can see that Rash's milkshake is currently somehow in the tapeworm conductor's mouth. Fucker! I paid you a hundred yen for that! Now you've pissed my dumb ass off! Shit kicker strike! Rash tries to kick the conductor in the shins with his cowboy boot. Ha! Huh. This conductor doesn't realize what a grave mistake he has made. Huh? What do you mean? Conductor-san, tell me, are you a part of this dog here? Well, yeah, sure. I'm basically a parasite living in this dog train. We're basically one organism. And tell me, what does chocolate do to dogs? No, no, it can't be. That's right. It kills them immediately on the spot. You bastard! Ah, I guess my appetite ended up saving the day. Sometimes it helps to be thirstier than a desert canary. I think I should kind of get credit for this one. The dog train catches on fire and the ceiling of the train starts collapsing in chunks as the conductor falls to the ground lifeless. Come on, there's no time to waste. We've got to get out of here before the whole thing blows. How do we get out? You don't mean... He's already in there! Help push! Inutaro is already halfway into the asshole when Primrose and Rash start pushing him out. One by one, they all fall out of the dead dog train's asshole. Where... where are we? They see a big sign that says Doghouse Factory. They are all completely filthy and covered in dog dew. Rash holds his gun high up into the air and fires, and all the dog dew falls off of him. That's better, but wait, where are we? It appears to be the lair of the insidious Dr. Insane Einstein. The Dogcatcher's Guild has tried for years to find this place. Yeah, there were a lot of old episodes about just that. Episodes of people's lives, I mean. <laughs> Not like we're in a TV show. But basically, people spent a lot of previous story arcs of their lives trying to find this place. Rash shoots his gun into the air again. The dog train led us right to it. But where's Rex? He must have gotten left behind at the train station before the fighting got serious. Wait, what time is it? The only time I know is high noon. 1,500 hours. 1,500 hours? I'm going to be late for my driver's license test. Your driving test has to wait, Inutaru. We're on to something big here. Yeah, partner. They just rang the dinner bell and we got to chow down. <laughs> Yeehaw! Inutaro, tears welling up in his eyes as he clenches his fist super hard. You don't understand. I've never failed anything in my life. If I don't show up for that exam, they, they'll fail me. And I cannot let that happen. Inutaro has a flashback to his dad, who is engulfed in flames and has two swords stabbed directly through his stomach and ten bullet hole wounds in his head. Inutaro, you must never fail at anything even if it is something that seems trivial at that time even if you're doing something way more important you can't fail at the things that kind of seem like half-baked b-plots in your life do it for me because these swords and bullets will kill me forever and you'll have to remember me by this speech inutaro snaps back and clenches his fist father I will get my driver's license to honor your memory. But how will we defeat Dr. Insane Einstein without your immense skill at using dog catcher's net? Don't worry. Just when you think you're totally fucked, I'm going to show up. 
It's kind of my whole plan this whole time. Rather than doing the whole thing, I'll just show up at the end there. So it's fine. This sounds good, man. Yeehaw! You mean yeehaw? <laughs> nah, horses and donkeys are friends of cowboys, so it's really similar. <laughs> you wouldn't understand it. Anyway, I'm out of here. Later. A taxi slowly pulls up to the group, and you see a door open, and Rex steps out. Yo, where's Inutaro going? Driver's test. Ah, uh, damn. He had a dad flashback? Pretty sure. Okay. Well, sorry for not helping to kill that train earlier, but it was a lot easier to just take a taxi here and skip all the fighting, since we already knew the address. <laughs> Enough talking. Let's walk into this factory and shoot everything that moves. <laughs> Sounds like Dogcatcher School trained you well. Now, let's see what you're made of. The three of them walk right in the front door of Dr. Insane Einstein's factory. At the same time, we see the evil doctor himself monitoring the front door where he sees our heroes arriving. Eh, damn, I forgot to lock the front door. Shit. Well, be that as it may, my DOGS are ready to repel all attackers. I have dozens of combat-ready dogs that at any point could sweep down and take them all out. He looks closely at a monitor. But something isn't right. They are missing the boy Inutaro, their strongest fighter. I better hold back. I bet they're planning some sort of sneak attack led by him. Meanwhile, inside the foyer of Dr. Insane Einstein's factory, Rash, Primrose, and Rex start walking down some hallways and going through rooms and things of that nature. Then they come across a big locked metal door that says, warning, frozen sun. Dr. Einstein is watching on some big monitors in a dark room. He sees Rex, Primrose, and Rash all standing near the door that says Warning Frozen Sun, and he grimaces. These fools trespass where they are not wanted. Even though they are in dog catcher school, I believe I'll be teaching them a lesson about dogs that they won't soon forget. Dr. Einstein hits a big red button. Send three medium strength dogs to attack them now. Mm. I wonder what that frozen sun sign means. It's probably nothing. I don't even want to open that stupid door. That conversation can wait for later. Looks like we've got company. Behind them, we see three shadows of dogs emerge. Whoa, the shadows make them look huge. I hope they come around the corner soon because they'll probably be smaller and I'll be less scared. The first dog rounds the corner. He has an Uncle Sam top hat on, wearing a red, white, and blue outfit that is really sparkly. <laughs> Looks like I'll be square dancing with this handsome fuck. Remember the Alamo! <laughs> Little do they know I spliced the DNA of this particular dog with that of an American man. Let's see how Rash likes my dog's Overload G-System Uncle S.A.M. model. And by Uncle S.A.M., I mean Supreme Animal Machine. The second dog comes around the corner. We see a pink French poodle whose tail is a giant dog catcher's net. And when we see it, there's a bunch of cherry blossoms falling around it. And it has a pink bow on its head, too. Also, it has huge eyelashes that it keeps batting around, and even though it's covered in fur, it is somehow also blushing. I guess this is the girl one. It's probably logical for me to fight it. Ugh, I can't fight her. She's too hot to me. Oh! Even though, as an anthropomorphic dog, I struggle trying to decide who or what it is okay for me to be attracted to. I can't really date a human. Can't really date a dog, so it's kinda... Well, I, I spend a lot of time on the computer. The Dog Catcher's Guild thinks they're so smart, but what happens when the Dog Catcher becomes the Dog Catchy? Enjoy my extra deadly poodle spliced with the DNA of a Dog Catcher's net. Okay, well, only two showed up. Like you guys said, you should fight it. It just makes sense. I'll supervise and encourage you. A third dog shadow stretches over the distance. I bet he's supervising too. So just get started, J just get at it. The third dog stops running toward them. See, he can probably smell my scent from around the corner and knows I'm too powerful. Maybe if I pee on the wall, it'll scare all the dogs away. Maybe we should all start peeing. Okie dokie, uh, all right, there, here it comes. Rex turns toward the wall. Just as Rex is opening his fly, the third dog rounds the corner and starts barking like woof woof. Oh, 
damn it. We see a dog that looks exactly like it is just merely a pit bull, saying woof woof. Eh, think this is merely a pit bull? Ha, this is one of my most dangerous models yet. It features the DNA of the evil pit bull, spliced with the DNA of a different pit bull who is just as evil as the last. Let's see how you handle the most despised and deadly beast on earth, times two. The fight formations, cowabunga. Stay true to your heart. If that guy doesn't come over here, I'm not going over there. Rash, Primrose, and Rex all hit elaborate battle poses while in a tightly knit formation. The background is all yellow and gold and panning slowly. There are cherry blossoms in the air around Primrose as she stands ballerina style, hoisting her scythe high above her head. Rash is spinning his six shooters and smiling an impish grin. The air around him is filled with footballs. Rex stands with his arms crossed, leaning back as lens flare after lens flare bounce off his incredibly sharp teeth. The air around him is also filled with dog bones. They all break with a leap into the air and we see Rash heading straight for the American dog. As Rash sprints toward the American dog, it begins to shift around. It sits its butt on the ground and its paws spread out and latch directly onto the floor. Huh? Are you trying to not fight or something? Are you a dickhead dog? Cut to Dr. Einstein laughing to himself in his observation room. Hey, you fool! Uncle S.A.M. isn't trying to avoid a fight. It's going into Second Amendment Kogeki, Panzer American mode. You'll be blasted to bits before you even reach him. Then I can finally get to work on what really matters. Rash runs forward with his six shooters akimbo and notices that Uncle S.A.M. is starting to glow with power. He's anchoring himself to the floor. Something's up. Well, I don't know what it is, so I'm just going to hope it doesn't hurt me. A gigantic blast of red, green, and yellow fireworks streams straight toward Rash. He is just barely able to sidestep at the last minute, but one firework goes clear through his shoulder. Holy shit! That was strong as fuck! Thinking to himself. Alright, think, think! Okay, so I want to win the fight. Yeah, he shot me in the shoulder right at the start. Okay, he's anchored himself to the ground in order to shoot higher concussive firework blasts at me, okay? So if he keeps shooting those, he's going to kill me, right? So I don't want to get killed. So I'm just going to do the exact same thing that he did to me because it worked on me, so it'll probably work on him. Okay, and after that, I think I can get a couple more hamburgers for dinner. Okay, then after that, I'll probably go home and look at pictures of ladies in their underwear until I get a nosebleed. Okay, that sounds good, but first things first, time to kill this guy by copying all of his moves and also doing them after he has already done them. Stand your ground, no jutsu! Resh stomps his cowboy boots into the ground as hard as he can. They crunch clear through the concrete floor of the factory and come back up around his feet, locking him in place. Uncle S.A.M. charges up for another blast as Rash begins to charge up after holstering both of his guns. He has put his guns away! Fire now! Lethal fireworks go streaming toward Rash, who has not moved. His hands wait patiently a mere two inches away from his revolvers. The fireworks get closer and closer, and Rash smirks. Rash raises his pistols and shoots bullet after bullet through the fireworks toward Uncle S.A.M. For a good 15 seconds, Rash and Uncle S.A.M. just stand firm, blasting each other over and over with round after round of ammunition in a completely uninteresting and artless way. When the smoke clears, there are over 100 bullet holes in Uncle S.A.M. as he lays on the floor dead. (laughs) I guess every dog has his day! I hope you had yours already because I went ahead and killed your ass, shithead. Rash has been shot all over and is bleeding terribly, and he just slowly slumps to the ground while making no facial expressions. Nearby, Primrose confronts the pink poodle with the dog catcher's net for the tail. That unusual tail reminds me of Inutaro because the dog catcher's net is his signature weapon. If he was here watching me fight my best, I wonder, what would he think? She starts blushing. Suddenly, the poodle lunges for Primrose and tries to catch her in its tail net, but she counters it with her scythe, and there's a big sound effect written in the air that says clang. I see you've got a whole arsenal of tricks. Well, let's hope you're not an old dog, because I'm going to teach you some new tricks. 
Primrose does a small jump that doesn't look like much, but for some reason it launches her 20 feet into the air and she kind of hovers there. Then she slices her scythe and it creates an energy wave that flies down and slices off the poodle's pink bow. Just kidding, I can talk and you're going down. Mugen jump, knee banmei, no stage, sky leap. The dog also jumps like 20 feet into the air, catching Primrose off guard and swooping her into its tail net. Fuck! The dog catch-er has become the dog catch-e! Good luck getting out without your precious scythe, which you conveniently dropped when I scooped you up. I wish Inataro was here to guide me, but I must be strong. I've got to think quick. What would Inutaro do? Primrose has a flashback to something Inutaro said to her one time. If you ever get caught in a dog catcher's net for some reason, I think the smartest thing would be to just cut the net. What do I know? I'm only the greatest dog catcher net user at the entire dog catching stool. The flashback ends with Primrose blushing and grasping her cheeks in both hands. I guess she's trying to cover up the blushing by holding her cheeks? But anyway, she just stood there for like 30 seconds not saying anything. Inutaro's right. I need to cut my way out of here, but to do that, I would need to grab my chesty scythe. Let's be real, this dog is only about as big as I am, and this net is basically me-sized as well. Maybe I can just start walking towards my scythe while I'm stuck in this net. Primrose begins walking toward the scythe, dragging the poodle behind her as she goes. The poodle tries to run in the opposite direction to stop her. The wires of the net start digging into her skin as she tries to overpower the dog. You think you're more powerful than me? Maybe you are, but there's one thing you didn't count on. I have a power where I can make my net as sharp as knives. <laughs> ah! The net became sharp and it's cutting my face, but I need to keep moving. Almost there. Almost there. Okay. I'm trying to grab the scythe. Just a little closer. Ah! Primrose manages to pick up her scythe and uses it to slice open the net. Oh no, my plan is foiled. I guess it's time to just go home and call it a draw. Not so fast. Primrose does the classic samurai thing where she takes a single swing at the poodle and goes past it. And then it is revealed that the poodle was cut in half by the scythe. Then she does that move 50 times more and turns the poodle into, basically, little slices of sashimi. Dinner is served. Poodle sashimi with a side of justice. Nearby, the pit bull is barking and running toward Rex as he closes his eyes and tries to focus his thoughts. All right, Rex, you can do this. You're a good boy. Who's a good boy? It's just a dog. You're a dog catcher, remember? This is just one dog. And it looks like a regular dog, not even like one of these mutant ones. You got this. Should be easy, right? The pit bull circles Rex. <laughs> Holy shit, this is scary as fuck. Come on, Rex, you gotta think of something. Just gotta keep him away. I know, I'll give him a taste of his own medicine. <laughs> Try this on for size. <laughs> It's not working. The pit bull keeps getting closer. I know. Fence technique. Model chain link. A chain link fence appears between the two of them. <laughs> it worked. Ha! A chain link fence has never stopped a pit bull from mauling a child before. Why would it stop him in battle? Rash, who has been passed out because he got shot so much, wakes up for a second, steadies his aim at the pit bull for a minute, and then shoots the dog and lays back down. It worked! I killed the dog with my bullet technique! I can't let you have all the fun. She then slices up the already dead dog a million times with her scythe, and also turns this one into sashimi. <sighs> all that combat worked up an appetite. Let me try some of that poodle sashimi. I want to eat dog too, just like American President Barack Obama. Waits for listeners at home to boo and then moves on. Also, I defeated my opponent easily like you guys did. Me too. These net-shaped cuts on my face don't hurt that much. I actually think all the little shrapnel wounds in my whole body kind of look cool. We all have battle wounds. My shirt got untucked, but there's no time. 
We've got to get back to base. It's almost lunchtime. Wait a minute. We have all the dog sashimi we need for lunch right here. How about we try to stop Dr. Insane Einstein instead? Okay. It's uncouth, but it just might work. Hey, I wonder what Inutaru's up to right... right now. We cut away to Inutaro, who is behind the wheel of a Mitsubishi Lancer with cool underglow lights and all that shit. He is sitting next to his instructor, who is just some normal-looking guy. This is the car that we have all the students use when they do their exam. I know. But did you know that if you get a perfect score, you can keep the car? I must get a perfect score. My father said. Cut to Inutaro's father, covered in like 10 pounds of blood, guts, hit with sticks, bear trap on his foot. A bunch of acid on his head. If you ever get the chance to win a, a Mitsubishi Lancer... No time for flashbacks. Keep your eyes on the road. Inutaro snaps back to reality, hands on the wheel, not realizing that he was driving already. A stop sign. I must obey it. The car comes to a clean stop right at the intersection. Excellent work. Self-discipline is the most important trait necessary when it comes to achieving greatness. If I cannot follow a science directives... How can I hope to control myself in battle? Tears well up in his eyes. Ahead on the road, we see a speed limit sign. That, that speed limit is five kilometers slower. I better hit the brakes just a little bit. The car decelerates slightly. He, he's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. His brake technique is flawless. Just in front of the car, we see a child drop his ball into the street and starts chasing the ball right in front of Inutaro's Lancer. Now this will be quite the test of skill. Just leave it to me. Inutaro begins to put his foot on the brake. There's no time. By the time I finish hitting the brake, that child will be toast. Inutaro disappears from his seat and appears right in front of the car, palm pressing down on the hood, which has just made impact with his hand. Standing in a classic dog catcher power dispersal stance, Inutaro has completely absorbed the blow of the speeding car, which disperses in a modest shockwave. We see smoke rising off his hand, and the underglow of the lancer lights him up in a cool way. <laughs> the little boy grabs his ball, smiles up at Inutaro, and runs off to keep playing. I guess it really does stop on a dime. We see the instructor's rubric, and everything is checked off with a perfect score, including breaking, slowing down, and saving child whose ball went into the street. Son, you, you're the greatest driver I've taught since Dale Earnhardt. You pass. Perfect score. You get to keep this kitted out 2017 Mitsubishi Lancer with cyan underglow, a crazy looking tailpipe, and this really cool, really frankly quite large spoiler. So I guess you can keep it and you could just drive me home and drop me off. There's no time. I have an enemy to defeat. I only hope my friends are safe in his lair right now. You left your friends in a dangerous lair to do this? Yes. I wonder what they're doing. Right now. We cut back to the exploits of Rex, Primrose, and Rash inside the evil doctor's lair. They have made it all the way to the central chamber and are just about to open the door to Dr. Insane Einstein's lab. But for now, they are looking through the window. <laughs> Check this out. In here, come here. It's his lab. Check out all the test tubes full of multicolored liquid. Look at all that Pyrex, man. He's got beakers and glasses that are all different sizes, and they all contain a different colored liquid within them. This is a lab for sure. Oh, yeah. That's his lab for sure. Look at the size of that Alembic. Not bad. Who's funding this guy? Probably someone evil. No bones about it. Guess I'll go in there and start bashing all his nerd shit up. Rash, wait. Using my powers as a dog, I can smell that there is definitely a super-powered dog in there. Bowers is a dog? Wait, you mean you smelled it? Yeah. He smells 14 times as powerful as a normal dog. Rash, instead of going in there and bashing a bunch of mildly expensive stuff, why don't we sneak around first and gather information? Well, if we break enough of the doctor's shit, he's sure to try to stop us. Then we don't have to find him ourselves. Also, who cares? I'm kind of shitty. Rash walks arrogantly into the lab. The second his foot goes down, lots of super loud alarms start clanging and red lights are blasting. Oof, 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 oof. 
I'm freaking out, woof! It's so fucking loud, I'm scared as shit, woof, 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 woof! Rex runs to some stairs and hides under them. The alarms are going off, but I don't see anyone coming for us. What's going on? Is this a trap? Very astute, young lady. Maybe your enemy is already here. Look down. Primrose and Resh look down to see what appears to be a dog snail man who is about a single inch long. You can't really make out any of its facial features or anything because it is so small. The only thing you can really notice is it has a pretty thick slime trail and it is a little bit wet all of the time. Are you a dog mixed with a snail? Yes, but that's not all. I also have my DNA spliced with DNA from a low-income worker. DNA splice? Maybe that explains all these weird dogs we've been seeing and immediately killing lately. Yeah, it's definitely a whole DNA thing. Look at all the test tubes. With the kind of weird dog hybrid fighting thing we've been doing, it's going to be either DNA or magic. And there's a bunch of test tubes here, and wizards don't use those. So, maybe you should have figured that part out already. <laughs> you seem pretty smart. Let's see how you handle this. Stomp Nujitsu! Rash stomps on the snail dog and it splatters and dies instantly. Rash pointing his finger in Primrose's face. That still counts as a kill! I count that for me! You don't get that! Dr. Einstein immediately stands up. He was hiding behind a shelf with a bunch of tubes on it. You killed him? The snail dog? He was supposed to be one of my best ones. What the hell? I thought... I thought he had a pheromone thing. Did you guys not feel anything from the pheromone thing? I don't know exactly what it was supposed to do, but wow, that snail dog took like, like six weeks. You just stomped him out instantly. And now we're about to stomp you, Dr. Insane Einstein. Wait, one second, I got a guy. He's perfect for this, hold on. No, it's time to die. Whoa, 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 you guys wanna just like fight immediately? Don't you wanna question me on like why I'm doing this? What are my motivations and stuff? No! No! It all started when my son, Uptown Schizo, was diagnosed with something that turned him into a stone or something. Oh, my boy. My beautiful boy. I thought he was going to live forever. But then I watched him day after day, slowly turning into a statue. When I thought that he was going to be around forever, Fate saw fit to make him an eternal statue. That's when I kind of uh, started on the whole dog thing. Uh, that's not really enough information. <laughs> you don't say how the dog thing is related. Also, can you turn off the alarm now? It's just us and you're freaking Rex out. The alarm keeps going and he ignores it. Okay, well I'm basically just splicing some dog DNA with other kinds of DNA. Like, my main goal is to splice my son's DNA into a dog to bring him back to life. But first, I had to try it out on a bunch of other dogs and things like that to see if it works well. Cause it needs to be perfect for my son. Also, I have a twist regarding Rex for later. Just remind me, I'm sitting on this twist and it's killing me. He may have told you the twist, I don't know. Okay. But then why dogs? Couldn't you splice your son with normal human DNA? Well, it's a lot cheaper to get dogs than humans to operate on. I mean, they're practically giving them away for free at the dog shelter. I tried a human shelter, but people get really mad if you try to take guys from those. So basically, it was just easier to get some dogs. Also, dogs are nearly the same size as people. They have 99.9% .9 DNA the same as you and I. Wait a second. Did you just say your son was named Uptown Schizo? Yeah, that was like three statements ago. Oh, okay. Uh, can we fight now? No. Let me tell you what my son looks like right now. You remember that mysterious door that says Frozen Son, do not enter on it? Inside of that room is my Frozen Son, Uptown Schizo, the human statue. And he is not posed like a normal statue. He is currently being crucified on, you guessed it, a cross. It looks cool and it makes sense. Wait, why is he crucified? Something about calcium. It gets calcified. Joints, I want to say. So you gotta, cause you can't drink milk when you're frozen and uh... One more thing. 
Even if everything you said is true, why are you sending your evil dogs to kill and attack us? Couldn't you just leave us alone? Oh, well, yeah, obviously I work for a bigger, badder guy, and that's his whole thing. The fighting dogs and whatnot. I'm basically more into... I want to cure my son, Uptown Schizo, of his rare unnamed disease. I tried to get it named Uptown Schizo Disease, but the disease namers were really confused about it, and it just seemed to make everyone confused. So we scrapped it. Oh, by the way, the thing with the sun humanizes me as a villain. Like, I'm a bad guy, of course, but you can see why I have my reasons for doing some of the things. But you should see the bad guy above me. Oh man, that guy is a monster. You guys are gonna hate him. Or you won't if I win, but you get the idea. Okay, can we just fight now or? Wait, there's one more thing I wanted to tell you. The names of these dogs is pretty clever. I call them Dogs Overload G System, which is also an acronym for the word dogs. That's pretty good, but it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I buy it. Oh, by the way, I'm only gonna say my boss's name if you win. I basically already told you guys too much, so I think that's fair. Maybe now would be a good time for us to fight, now that you know my motivations and backstory. Sure. Okay. Okay, so, uh, I guess we just go? Go! Okay, well, here's my baddest monster dog. I think you'll have a hard time killing it. Go, I, dog. Oh, I thought we were gonna fight you. I don't do fighting, sorry. The dogs fight. That's my thing. From behind Dr. Insane Einstein, we see a dog emerge like no other. It is a big floating eyeball, and right when you see it, you just know it can shoot lasers right out of that dang eyeball. Uh, are you sure that's a dog? It seems like it's just an eyeball. Yeah, I mean, it's a dog's eyeball, a really big one, so it makes sense and fits into my whole thing. Get ready to meet my power. Wait, how does it talk? It talks from out of its eyeball, of course, like the middle part. The cornea? I'm not sure. I'm not an optometrist. I'm an evil scientist. We don't even have any proof that that is a dog's eyeball. Like, we're just trusting you. Do you have the dog it came from? Well, I'm not going to go find the receipt. Just take my word for it this once. And I wouldn't lie about this, because I already told you my motivations. I've got a son to take care of. But anyway, if this eye dog kills you, none of this matters. So maybe just fight it? The eyeball blasts red lasers off in random directions, blowing up a bunch of alembics and test tubes and shit. See, it barks like a dog. Well, I'm convinced. Me too. Let's go. I'm going to kick some ass. Rash fires tons of bullets into the air. Rex is scratching at the door, waiting to be let in because the door swung closed while he was hiding. My plan is to shoot the eyeball with my gun. His weak spot is his whole body. I'll probably just slice him with my scythe. If I was the big eyeball, I'd be looking into some girls' rooms and showers and stuff like that all the time. I wish Inotaro would spy on me in the bathroom. She starts blushing. Oh, your shit was nastier than my shit. I gotta up my game. Hand job, butt cheek, suck a fucka. This is no time for saying a bunch of dirty words. Nah, oh, he's right though. I do that kind of stuff all the time with my big eyeball. But I'm a dog, so I mostly want to spy on other dogs. But I can see how a horny human guy would want to spy on a human woman. While the eyeball is talking about being a dog sex voyeur, Primrose and Rash start sneaking alongside a lab countertop. Test tubes and beakers are being shot with lasers above them, and they get to opposite corners and nod at each other. Where did you guys go? I don't get to talk to a lot of people about the dog voyeurism, and... Rash tries to dart across a gap to get a better position, and the eyeball whips around 90 degrees instantly and blasts Rash in the ass with a bright red laser. There's a hole in his pants that is still smoking, and he is patting out a little fire around it. He's quick. A frontal assault would be a death trap. Ouch! Okay, what's your plan? You know how you keep a pocket full of sand at all times? Throw it into his cornea. That's not regular sand. That's from my family's vacation to Daytona Beach. It's very emotionally important to me. You won't have any emotions left if you get killed by a laser. Do it! Here goes nothing! Suna no Damasu! 
Resh whips a pocket full of sand into the eyeball, and it's a direct hit. No! One of my many weaknesses. As the sand flies into the eyeball, Primrose and Resh scurry away in different directions. Resh begins blasting his gun wildly at the eyeball, while Primrose heads to a computer terminal and starts clicking around. Keep him busy! How could you possibly know that a dog's eyes are weak to sand? What? The eyeball starts firing lasers indiscriminately around the room. Keep him busy! I've got a plan! Remember that Pokemon episode where Pikachu gave people epileptic seizures? I'm going to find that on YouTube and show it to the eyeball. Shut up. Shut the hell up. I'm not a plan guy. I'm the fun, dumb guy. Just do it. Just do whatever you're going to do. Okay. Keep him busy with the bullets from your gun. Oh, my God. What did I just say? I don't like being told what to do. Primrose sees the eyeball start focusing in on Rash. Duck. I won't. I'm an independent spirit. I was an indigo child. Rash gets instantly blasted with a gigantic laser beam. He flies against the wall, all smoking and stuff, and coughing up blood really dramatically. Russian! (coughs) Looks like it's time for this old cowpoke to follow the sound of that big old dinner bell in the sky. (laughs) Soup's up, cookie. Uh, Cowabunga. Uh. You're next, woman. Shit! I can't find the episode on YouTube. Pikachu must have a good legal team to cover this shit up so good. Uh, oh, wait. Here it is. I had to go on Daily Motion to find it. Okay. Get ready, eyeball. You fool. Woof. Did you think the sophomoric plan would stop me? I came prepared for this exact video clip to be shown to me. Now. Witness my grand plan to come to fruition. Here, on the very steps of my own divinity. The eyeball pulls out a big blanket and goes underneath it. Even though I have no eyelid, I can hide under this blanket for as long as I like. Shit! The clip's playing, but I can't get him to look at it. Maybe if I mute the volume. Did you stop playing the clip, or did you just mute it? I don't know guess you're just gonna have to come out here and check for yourself. Hmm. Well played. If I was you, I'd probably mute it and lie and say I didn't. Hmm. I didn't think of that. You better look quick because you gave me a great idea to put it on now. And mute it. So here I go. You better look and stop me. Ugh. Ugh. No. Fuck. I'm so scared. I'm just going to fucking shit up the whole room. The eyeball starts blasting his big laser everywhere at like a million times a second. The room gets super bright as he shoots laser after laser through the normal household type blanket. He is yelling or barking the whole time he's shooting. Primrose goes to duck and cover behind a nearby generic science counter as blasts rain all over her and she gets hit repeatedly. Also, the big TV with the seizure shit gets hit too. Ah, He got me! Primrose collapses to the floor just as Dr. Insane Einstein walks into the room. Eh, who's watching Pokemon in here? Do not worry, Master. I have defeated the infidels with my mighty laser beams. Good. Everything is going according to plan. (laughs) I guess they thought they were the dog catchers. But now, it is I who have catched them. Almost like the Pokemon in the show you were just watching, Eyeball. (laughs) They say every dog has his day. Not the dog catchers, dumbasses. That's right. Is is this the end? What's that? Cyan underglow reflecting off the window from outside. Is it? Suddenly, the door to the lab is blown off the wall and the windows all shatter. A 2017 Mitsubishi Lancer comes whipping around, almost like it's doing donuts. And as the wheels hit the cool cement floor of the doghouse factory's secret base, they instantly start burning out and shoot toward the eyeball, quickly reaching over 100 miles per hour. Inutaro hits some lab equipment like a half ramp, causing him to fly into the center of the eyeball while doing a barrel roll. 
The twisting motion of the barrel roll allows for the lancer to fly through the eyeball without getting any of the guts or blood or whatever is in an eye onto the car. The eyeball instantly squishes and explodes with juices flying everywhere. When the car comes to a stop, the eyeball is dead and Dr. Insane Einstein is pinned underneath the front right wheel. In Otaro! <laughs> Looks like you got your driver's license after all. <laughs> it may be a license to kill from the looks of it. There'll be time to talk later. For now, I want a word with Dr. Insane Einstein. Uh, you'll rue the day you mess with me. I've killed 1,284 people. Well, it's about to be 1,285. Because you're going to kill yourself when I'm through with you. You bastard. What is it that you want, Inutaro? What do I want? I'll tell you what I want. I want. Can someone let Rex in? I'm trying to do a hero slash villain thing, and it's really distracting. Inutaro blew the door off. Just walk over here, Rex. Oh, I hadn't realized. I closed my eyes because I got scared by a loud noise. Sounded kind of like a 2017 Mitsubishi Lancer crashing through the wall. That's exactly what happened, Rex. Look, it's right there. And Inutaro was driving it. Does that... Does that mean you passed your driver's license test? Inutaro holds up his freshly minted Tokyo license, saying he is an S-tier driver. No bones about it. Everyone laughs a hearty family-style laugh, including the bad guy, Dr. Insane Einstein. (laughs) 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 But seriously, where were we? I wanted to know what you wanted. Well, I guess I just want justice and truth to prevail. Okay, well, what does that have to do with me? You're the bad guy, so I guess I have to kill you. Are you from a government agency? Or do you have a warrant or something? Or like, what gives you the authority to behave like this? I guess I'd just like to see some documents or proof that you're allowed to do this. Rex throws a gun at Dr. Insane Einstein. Oh my God, he's got a gun. No, you can't do this. Rex also throws a little bit of cocaine and a porno magazine at him. He's also got these things. I don't know where he got them, so don't ask me. (laughs) Porno, nice. This is obviously not my magazine. Oh yeah? Prove it. It's, uh, I don't even think this should be legal anywhere. This is, uh, this is... Sorry if I'm a little shy about saying, but frankly, this is a little overwhelming. It appears he handed me a magazine full of hardcore dog porn. Inutaro kicks the dog porn away. We don't have time for these childish games. Tell me, Dr. Einstein, why are you doing this? Why have you made these beastly dogs? Well, to be honest, I already explained everything to your friends. I really don't feel like getting into the whole thing again. Maybe your friends can just explain? Well, basically, he has the son that is really sick with some kind of new disease. I forgot the name of it. But he thinks that he can save his son with more dog DNA. Also, he put his son on a cross for some reason. I don't really get it. Okay, never mind. I'll figure it out later. I guess the point is, if I kill you, this all ends here. Right? You see... That's where you're wrong. I've been working for an even more powerful and even more evil villain all along. Uh, We should kill him before he tells us! Wait, Rash, what if we gather information from him instead? Good thinking, Primrose. He was about to tell us some too. (laughs) I just guess I'm sick of getting tricked, I guess. Go on, Doctor. Out with it. Who put you up to this? He's an evil mastermind, known only in the underworld as Bengoshi Akuma. To tell the truth, I only ever wanted to bring my son back. But Akuma gave me the funding I needed for my research under the condition that I destroy the Dog Catcher's Guild. But why? I don't know his motives, but I can tell you that he is a very well-known and respected animal rights lawyer in Tokyo. It probably has something to do with that. You mean he's mad that we kill so many dogs? If the Dog Catcher's Guild did not exist, Tokyo would be simply swarming with pesky pooches. As a dog myself, I'll be the first to admit that it's in a dog's nature to go too far. 
The dog population must be controlled by any means necessary. <laughs> if it wasn't for the Dog Catchers Guild, people in Tokyo would be barking at each other to talk instead of speaking English like they're supposed to. Look, I don't know what his deal is, but he won't stop until the entire Dog Catchers Guild is destroyed. Okay, then where could we find him? Oh, he'll find you. He'll find me too. Since I failed, he's definitely going to kill me. That's why I'm telling you this stuff honestly. Maybe you can even help me out so that I don't die. Can you tell us anything more about him? Well, this might be nothing. It might not be useful, but he is the only accredited lawyer in Tokyo who has devil horns on his head. Uh, metaphorically? Nah, just like he's got devil horns. Oh, well, that's a huge clue. Is it? Really? Really? Seems big to me. I stand out in a crowd because I'm... Well, well, let's be honest. I'm a dogman. But that's nothing compared to horns. So, is that it? Uh, can I live with you? Why would we allow that? Seems like a thing. I mean, I'm smart. You heard my backstory. You know that I'm quite sympathetic. And I'm low maintenance. The only thing I really need is a large freezer to keep my son in. You tried to kill us! Yeah, but remember the driving test joke and we all laughed together? There was something there because I laughed just like you guys did. Hmm. Here's the deal. We're gonna put you in a big dog catcher net and take you back to the dog catcher's guild dungeon. You're gonna love our inquisitor, Jack. He's good at inquisiting people. He's really curious. That's the most important thing about being a good inquisitor. But basically, he's gonna shackle you up to the wall and ask you stuff and probably torture you if you don't cooperate. He's got a hot poker. He's nuts about it. Didn't I already cooperate and tell you everything? Yeah, but you know the rules. We gotta put bad guys in the dungeon or it's like, why are we paying rent on this thing if there's no bad guys being held in it? Maybe I should speak to a lawyer. All right, we can do the dungeon thing just as long as you don't kill me, and as long as I get nice meals like chili dogs with all the fixins. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you because you've been honest with me. There's a lot of dead dogs lying around your secret base right now, and budgets being what they are. I mean, we spend so much money on the dungeon. Realistically, we're probably gonna have to just feed you these dogs for the next few months. That's a whole different kind of chili dog. Cause I'm assuming their corpses will be quite cold by then, you know, by the time you serve them to me. I'm gonna get what I call a chop team to come in here and just cut them up. They're gonna get in here and make a big trash hole for all the paws, fur, lips, teeth, eyeballs, tails, stuff like that. Bones, don't forget the bones, and they're gonna throw all that in the trash, and they're gonna grind up the rest. And you'll be eating that for a really, really long time. Hmm. I guess since the meat will already be ground up, making chili wouldn't be too hard. All right, you got a deal. Come on, everybody. Pile into the Lancer. Let's get this bastard back to Dogcatcher HQ and prepare for our next mission. Apprehending the evil animal rights lawyer. Bengoshi Akuma. But, uh, isn't the big school dance tomorrow? Somehow she begins to blush at her own words. Oh shit, we gotta go to the big dance. I'm gonna show all the girls my two-step. That's a cowboy thing, right? After a few seconds of silence, Rash pulls out his revolver and shoots a single shot into the air. School dances are a waste of time, right Primrose? Primrose looks at the ground, and she does that thing where her ankles are kind of touching, and she's like rotating her foot into the ground shyly. You know what I'm talking about. There isn't a word for that type of thing. She's being generically shy in the way that is sexually exciting for the dumbest men in the world. I... I, I don't know. I just think it might be nice to do something fun after all this combat and dog killing. Maybe you'll meet someone you care about. I only care about the mission. Come on, Inutaru! I'm new at school, and I just found out there's a new type of girl here! They're called sluts, and they go crazy! You guys graduated already. This is basically what I was saying earlier. 
but you can go back to school whenever it seems convenient or fun. So I am officially ordering that all of us go to the dance. <sighs> Fine. If it speeds this process up, let's get back to HQ. I found some bungee cords so we can put this guy's dead kid on the hood of the car. I don't want to share the back seat with Dr. Einstein. Can we just throw him in the trunk? Yeah, sure. Now let's hit the road, prepare for the big dance. Everyone gets into the car and they take off out of the dog factory. Inutaro looks at the road very pensively. Did he miss something? His eyes start to drift and you see vaguely a street corner away. For a brief period of time, a man with devil horns on his head. Inutaro does a double take but keeps driving. What is it, Inutaro? It... it was nothing. The credits roll, and it shows, like, a clock swinging on a lone swing set in the rain, and then a woman sings a high-pitched song where the only English words in it are, Heart a Hot Dog. They took a hit.